0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I am the Clydesdale, and I am your host. We love to do fitness, and these are my friends. And guess what? It's Games Week! It is Games Week. Woo! We never thought this day would come.
1: We didn't. This is true. Holly didn't.
0: We, we made definitely it, didn't think. made it past phase one. Now we're all the way to phase two and the internet is blowing up. We have so much to talk about so much, but the first thing we have to do is thank our sponsor, RX smart gear. Um, they have been awesome to us. I want to, I want to give them a little plug in a way that I was watching a video today of Christy Aramo challenging her husband. Uh, they did five, one minute, AMRAPs uh to see who could get the, the what they did they scored like you if you won this one you got a point if you won this one you got a point the first minute was drag rope double unders with the rx drag rope love it we've talked about that a few times patrick was talking about how he was screwed by the choice of this since he has never even touched an rx drag rope so Christy beat him like 94 to 37. Yeah. And when you watch the video, Patrick gets like six, eight, maybe an 11. Uh, it's really bad. Uh, but you know what Patrick <laughs> could have done? He could have used Clydesdale 15. Mm. And he could have got 15% off a brand new drag rope of his own. Because he also complained that it was it was uh, Christie's. And so it was a little bit short for him. Oh, There you go. So he could have got one of his own 15% off everything in the store and got his own brand new spanking RX drag rope.
1: (laughs) Maybe there'll be a round two. Maybe he will get one and then take, take round two.
0: Yeah. He did. He did uh, tie her overall which is pretty impressive. You know, she's yeah. a games athlete. Uh, and I'm actually talking to them. They're, they're, we're going to have them on next week. We're interviewing them. Um, and so we can ask him about these challenges she keeps coming up with, mm-hmm. but she always picks the movements. Typical mm-hmm. woman.
1: Right. Right.
0: Okay. Okay. So we can talk to him about that and how those, those challenges are going and see how uh, we can help Patrick out Maybe get him 15% off a of jump rope. Cladsdale 15 at rxmarkgear.com. Get his own drag rope and, uh, and start beating Christy on those double unders.
1: Love it. You, you know who did get 15% off? Who's Somebody that? from my 615 um, class that I coach was asking about jump ropes. And I said, now that you mention it, let me tell you about the Gear rope. And uh, he used the code.
0: Awesome. Did you tell yeah. me you can't get the new releases? I did not. The special new special editions new releases
1: or special editions. I did tell them. Okay. Him. Good.
0: Yeah. Good thing. Yeah, because we don't we don't want to mislead people, That's but right. we want them to get save money on their on their RX jump ropes. All right, so here we go. The athletes have entered the bubble. Bubble. So the athletes were allowed to take one person into the bubble with them. And if you watched the Dave Castro interview with Sevon that um, Kat referenced a little bit last week mm-hmm. i didn 't get to watch it till after we um, did the podcast last week, uh, but and that one person may not even be available to you at all events, so I think it 's kind of fun to think about who's taken who:
2: Yeah, do we know do we, uh, we know a couple right?
0: Well, we have to assume that Catherine's probably taken Ben. Of course. <laughs> now now.
1: I know who she's not taken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Street Horner?
1: Street Horner. Mm. So <laughs> went know, there.
0: I, I know Shane I is Shane is in the bubble.
2: Yeah. Shane.
0: So I'm assuming Tia took him. O'Keefe is in the bubble. For Matt. So Matt took him instead of Sammy, maybe? Well,
1: wait, wait, listen to well. This is kind of interesting because isn't O'Keefe also an agent for Catherine?
0: She is. He, and and you, Brooke, and okay, Tia. and Brooke.
1: Okay, so
2: that yeah, so he could be there. He could be there for Brooke then, and maybe Sammy gets to go because Catherine's <sighs> not giving up Ben's spot. That's
0: interesting. Yeah, I don't know
1: because I don't know who would
0: with ben bring. too.
1: And I mean, also, though, isn't Shane? I mean. We know that Shane's really involved with Fraser's coaching as well. So right.
0: But I think he's more involved with Tia.
1: Well, yes, yeah. but I just mean <laughs> I think I think when you look at it this way that maybe athletes have more than one person, you know, basically. Sure. Yeah, themselves.
2: I mean there's definitely overlap there, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got yeah. athletes that have the same coach and things like that for sure. I think Matt's more of a Matt O'Keefe for Fraser is more of like a, you know, a mindset calming calming effect mm-hmm. you know kind of a coach and versus like a strategy kind of a coach so he'll have access to both of those people i would right. assume
1: mm-hmm.
2: um noah's bringing max his coach we know that i like him um justin's gonna bring his coach his mullet twin yeah the mullet twin adam is there. i think is his name yeah um who else i have no idea who sam quant's bringing
0: and i have no idea on Jeffrey Adler.
2: Yeah. And Jeffrey and Sam were the two that the buttery bros didn't get to prior to. So they're the, they're the two that we kind of have had the least amount of press on them, even though the CrossFit games has done a lot of press on them, but yeah. So who else and who's, who's Carrie? Carrie,
0: Carrie, I think is bringing uh, Justin Cotter. Justin.
2: Yeah. I would think Justin Cotler.
0: Cotler. Sorry. And um, uh, Haley of course is bringing Tasia. Yeah, so Brooke, I, I don't know unless it's, because I mean, maybe, maybe Ben her would plus already one be Matt. there.
2: Yeah, maybe her plus one is Matt, and then or Matt O'Keefe, and then Sammy gets to come too. Yeah. So But cool. wait, wasn't but wasn't Brooke also at Trivium more recently, like Nashville? I wonder if she's. Is there a coach there? Is like Will Morad her coach?
0: I think she's still being coached by Ben.
2: Is she really? Okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause she was in St. Louis. So, you know, and she what was at mean? the, yeah. I mean, she still was far away from new England. Oh, yeah. I see what
2: you mean. Yeah. Yeah. She was being coached remotely by Ben. Yeah. Well, that, that'll be interesting to see. I hope we can find out.
0: Well, we might be talking to one of those bubble people soon yeah. and we can ask.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: cause I am talking to one of them. Uh, but I did let him know that uh, we will let him have this week to just worry about the games, and then we'll talk next week about what, when to have him on. So, Cool. Um, uh, other people in the bubble, um, I know Tommy got in. Oh, did he? Uh, the, the Buttery Bros got in.
2: Mm-hmm. And they're doing the documentary.
0: They are. And they're going to do behind the scenes all weekend. Yes! So I'm wondering wondering what kind of crew they were allowed to bring in. Like, is it just them again? Or were they allowed to have a couple people with cameras to kind of help them out?
2: Yeah, I'm sure they had negotiating power, you know, to bring in people if they needed to. But I also know that there's some people that are still employed at HQ that could potentially help them out as well. So whatever skeleton crew is left.
0: And it could be like a mutually beneficial deal because last year uh, the agreement was that they had to turn over all their footage to HQ for them to be able to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So maybe this year CBS and them kind of have a, an agreement that they can use each other's footage for post-production. Yeah.
2: Well, and it sounded like that documentary was going to actually be on CBS.
0: What I heard... I can't remember where it was, it was going to be on iTunes and Netflix again. Mm, Okay. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see who the bubble people are, who I think that's just as kind of fun as some of the other stuff that we are trying to guess at. Yeah. Um, Do you guys
1: remember like two years ago when like COVID started and the buttery (laughs) Bros released, released their movie early?
0: I'm
2: hoping, I'm hoping they don't wait, you know, six months, eight months before they get something out there too. I think it, I think it would behoove them to get it out quickly.
0: Well, I would hope that the deal they made last year was more than a one year deal. Yeah. So they don't have to go through all that again, which would Mm. delay it. Yeah. Um, There should
1: be a lot less footage. I mean meaning less heats and things like that to have to worry about. So Well, they yeah. only
0: featured about 6 people anyway, so that there's still 4 more people than they featured. <laughs> and that's why I was asking if they were allowing more cameras in. Got it. Cuz it's not too far to reach to get 10 people featured throughout this thing, but
2: Right. Well, and and depends on depending on how it shakes out, you probably don't have to feature all 10.
0: But you need footage just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, we don't want the, uh, was it 2015 Tia? Tia,
2: right. Where she came <laughs> in second and there was
0: absolutely no like, footage.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, so other people that made it in the bubble are the demo team, yeah. which was really fun to see. Some of our favorite athletes. Yeah. Awesome. Saxon. Our boy Saxon uh, made it in. I actually texted him yesterday and congratulate him and then uh chandler my oh boy cat's boy mm-hmm. and daniel brandon uh, charlie's, charlie's girl, girl. <laughs> yeah and hey if you guys want to know more about charlie you know he hasn't been on the show as much lately but he has a new bio out on our website yeah so go to the clydesdale com, check out his bio please and, uh, and check out all of our other cool stuff out there as well. Uh, there's links to every podcast we ever did with a celebrity, um, as well as our Beyond the Journal podcasts. Um, there's bios on all of us. Um, and easy way to contact us, a big nice big contact form on the front page. So if you have any very questions cool. or comments, you can do that there as well. So yeah, the demo team looks like they're working very, very hard. Uh, Christy. She was a tester.
1: Tester. Okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Andrea Nisler and her, and uh, there was another man other than Saxon. Uh, shoot, I just yeah. looked at it today.
2: Who was the guy? Um, I know we're going to get to this later about the different events, but who was the guy that was with Saxon doing the toast of bar workout? Was That's he the who guy? I'm trying to come up with. Yeah, I don't know who that is.
0: Because I, I was... They posted their times on the, um, on the the snatch event, mm. the three bar snatch.
1: I'll try to research this while we discuss. Oh crap!
2: Okay, that's all right. Do we want to move into the events? Yeah. So let's it? let's
0: talk about. We're starting to do that now. Yeah. Uh, so let me grab my trusty cheat sheet.
2: <laughs> I got one too. <laughs> uh,
0: so. Um, We're going to kind of get into this. It's going to blend a little bit as we go. But Armin Hammer did a video talking about the events that we know thus far. Uh, And he did another video today about the final event. And it's going to kind of blend because he he had a very strong opinion about these events.
1: Lots of feelings, he said.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And so what we know now, and it's just either through leaked information from Dave or an official release from crossfit saying this is the event so event 1 we have to assume is event 1 from 2007 we don't necessarily know what that is we don't know if they're going to hopper it again or if they're going to change up everything or use the exact same hopper event from that year and juice it up we don't know but that it has to be fitted has to be fitted it has to fit there based on everything else that's been released. So event two was released as the corn sack race. And I believe this came from like uh, either the eight or nine games. And it's where the athlete took a sandbag, put on their back and sprinted up the hill.
1: I think it was 09.
0: So that is event two. And the original original event one from 07 was that 1,000 meter row 125 pull-ups overall, and uh, 35 push jerks. Mm
1: -hmm. The hopper workout, right?
0: Right. Yeah. Um, Not a long event. Uh, Corn sack sprint, probably, you know, not a long event. Then event three is the CrossFit total, which comes directly from the 2007 games as their event two back then. And the
2: 2018 games.
0: Yep. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And then event four, Dave released a picture of someone walking on their hands. So something to do with handstand walk, but we don't know exactly what, what's around that yet. And that leaves event five to be the trail run, which I think has officially been released now.
2: Yep. And that's all in on day one. Yes. Correct. Right. And which day one has... Heavy right. Day one has three segments that are going to be um, published, or you know, for viewers to watch. For broadcast. Yeah, for broadcast. There's a 90-minute segment in the morning. There's a 90-minute segment midday, and then there's another 90-minute segment in the afternoon. It's a if we talk in Eastern time, it's 11 a.m., 2:30, and 7. That's what I have written down. So, one, two, three, four, five. So those five things. Assuming there's not, they're not putting more in, have to fit in those three different 90-minute time frames. So I don't, I don't know how, I don't know where, or how that's, you know, going to work. Should be interesting. I would well, assume the trail run is probably going to be at the end and maybe fill up that last time slot, and then maybe the total and event four are going to be that middle time slot, and then, you know, the 2007 event, the corn sack sprint, will be in the morning.
0: Yeah. I agree. So everything in here is very sprinty except for the trail run
2: mm-hmm.
0: and the CrossFit Total, not really a cardio event because uh, it's just probably some attempts at each one of the lifts. We moved to Saturday. Uh, event six is 30-20-10, toes to bar and kettlebell lunges, uh, women at 24 kilograms and men at 32 kilograms.
2: This is the event that sent Armin off the edge.
0: So we only have two more events to talk about and then we'll talk about off the edge. Okay. Then event seven was released. Uh, Was that last night? Yes. Last night, the snatch speed triple three bars, three rounds, increasing weight on the bar. And then the only other event that's been announced from seven is all the way to 11, which is the sprint sled sprint. 100 yard sprint, 100 yard sled push, 100 yard sprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's event 11. And then there is the clue for the final event. And we don't know if there's a gap between 11 and that or not. And that is the picture of Atalanta. Who is the Virgin Huntress from Greek mythology? And we'll get into that in a minute.
2: Let's go back to Saturday for real quick, just so because I want to. So let's
0: let's start it off though by day one, mostly sprint.
2: Yes. Short events. Sorry, I was yeah. And
0: then we go to Saturday with the infamous Armin losing his mind of the thirty twenty. 10 toast to bar, to bar. Lunges. Mm-hmm. So Kat, do you want to explain the video that released that event? Can you do that or? Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I can. Um, so um, the event that CrossFit released, you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So CrossFit released a video. Adrian Bosman gives sort of like a, an overlay um, of what the event is and sort of, I, I like how they're doing this. I like that they're announcing these events and sort of giving the background behind it or sort of the engineering behind the background. Um, it gives us a lot of information and context so that when we see these video, when we do see the events, we sort of have a little bit of history here, but he, he goes into the part about how this, you know, this was originally going to be like a twenty one fifteen nine type of a workout. The rep scheme is 30-20-10 um, toes to bar and a kettlebell lunges and yards. And they talk about how it used to be a heavy deadlift was going to be one of the things instead of the lunge, and it was going to be uh, 21-15-9. But Dave really likes to sort of toe the line between, you know, failure and unbroken. And so he was sort of going on and on about how, you know, how elegantly this was programmed such that these athletes would have to be forced to sort of pick a strategy, whether they go out super hot or whether they have to sort of break things up. Um, and I'll just leave it at that, right? So that's kind of how it was set up to the world.
0: Right, and in the meantime, Saxon is doing the event behind in the pause.
2: Correct, with with little or no problem going unbroken the whole time. So not, not really needing to break things up or, or anything like that.
0: And we're yeah. talking We're talking a a top 10 games athlete from last year. So the same capacity probably as the men you're going to see.
2: And it's 60 toes to bar.
0: Right. For a games athlete. Yeah. So, um, so Armin lost his mind (laughs) because there is no strategy to this. He's like all 10 of these athletes. (laughs) 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 Sorry. All 10 of these athletes will go unbroken. 100 mm-hmm. percent and he said that he the funny part was that boz said that he and dave had an argument that boz said they would go unbroken dave said no way they're gonna have to strategize and armin said well boz said that because he has eyes <laughs> and he can see he and knows that all of these people will go unbroken so kat and i had a discussion last night our own little argument <laughs> where I said maybe they're trying to do something that is relatable to the common CrossFitter. And Kat's response to me was
2: That is not the point of the CrossFit games. It is, I it agree. is not That's the open. it is not the it is not the job of the CrossFit games to be relatable. The CrossFit games should be aspirational. And in no way, shape or form, should, it be, should we be pandering to the scaled athlete or the, uh, the average athlete like you and I to say like, oh, that's cool. They're doing that. I could, I could actually do that. That's not what I want to see. And I don't think that's what you know, fans of the sport want to see. They want to see these people being tested.
0: <laughs> and, yeah.
2: and I think the argument for people
1: that are losing their minds is that these aren't very exciting tests. That's, I loved it when he was like fired up about it and saying like, really, this is what we're testing the five fittest athletes on each side, you know, and it right. reminded me of when he, when we were talking to him on this podcast and talking to him about, um, the programming of the seven minutes of burpees, <laughs> like for the, the open. And he was like, that is not a test of fitness at all. Right. You know like as far like, what, what are you testing? Like, that's not going to get you to the
0: fittest. Um, and then what I liked was, okay, maybe there's something next that they're trying to get them grippy with holding the kettlebells in the front rack. And we get the speed snatch speed triple, which is going to be setting up. These are heavy snatches. This is not going to be a sprint and it really is not grippy. And it's only
2: nine snatches. It's nine snatches. That's it.
0: So what was funny is then he ended his his vlog and was still kind of going off about it, but ended his vlog and then realized he forgot one point and went on to Instagram Live to point out that this is the event they picked to showcase on CBS on Saturday morning. Yeah. And And that, that, I mean... Yeah, That made me then swing to cat side.
2: Yeah, if that's the case. Now, now Saturday has blocked off again. They have a two-hour block in the morning. They have a 50-minute block midday, and then they have another 40-minute block later on in the day. It's, it's not certainly clear where these two events are going to fit in there, and obviously there's room for a couple more events.
0: It, if except they wanted for they to. numbered them.
2: Uh, well, I mean, the to bar and the lunch could be a 40 minute, you know, could be in a 40 minute time frame, And so could the snatch thing. So what are they going to do in the first two hours? Or, or, or if these are the two, and that's fine, those are going to be the ones like in the morning that CBS airs, then you're going to get two nut, num, tiny little short workouts again, because you only have 40 minutes <laughs> or 50 minutes to do the next two events. So people that are saying like, oh, you know, don't worry, you haven't seen everything. Maybe maybe the ones we haven't released yet are going to be longer. Well, not if you only have 40 minutes to broadcast that they're not going to be that much longer.
0: Well, in fairness, there's only 10 of them. They can combine them into one heat and run a 40 minute event in 50 minutes.
2: I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess we need to wait and see sort of the full picture before we start like throwing bombs at it. But yeah, it's disappointing that Everything we see is like the same stuff.
0: And I you know, think <clears throat> after the criticism of phase one being right. all short stuff, why would you release all your short stuff first for phase two unless Castro is just poking the bear?
2: Right. He masterminding this whole thing for us to just get all crazy about it. I mean, gets talking for sure. Because my but next... Think,
0: go ahead, Amy. I, I keep cutting you off.
1: <laughs> um, the The other thing though that I really and maybe this is where you're going, I don't know, but what I really liked about what Armin was saying is um, on a different video is he was talking about, okay, so we're redoing the 2007 stuff, right? Um, Everything that we did in the first phase of the game was named workouts with a little bit of a twist. And he was like, why aren't we being more creative and doing something um, more exciting so that we are moving forward and we're not stuck and looking behind? Um, And I thought that was a really good point because I think there's so much scar tissue from this year, you know, not just COVID, but just with CrossFit that I, I see his point. Like, why aren't we being more creative? Why aren't we getting more excited to get us more excited for this next phase of CrossFit?
2: Yeah, well, I will tell you, Dave is a sentimental guy and he loves the history of, and I don't, I'm not agreeing. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Like I would love to see some new things, but I think he's very much um, sort of a sentimental guy and, sure. and sort of hangs his hats on the, on the things that he's done. And, you know, maybe, maybe there are, there are other people influencing things this year that we don't know about. And maybe he's trying to hold on with all of his might. Like this is my baby and this is how I programmed and this is how we're going to do it. Um but i agree with you i mean i just you've got you've got this venue that's so unique and you have 10 people showing up like do something amazing you know and maybe that last event is is what we're all sort of waiting for But like, you know, people are saying, oh, it's going to be a, like I said, a pig, a pig hunt or, you know, this, she was suckled by a she bear and all this crazy, you know, stupid mythology crap. Like, just tell us what the event's going to be.
0: So I want, I want to talk about the last event, but before we move off of Dave's programming, I'm going to skip ahead and then we'll come back. And that is, has Dave lost his touch as a programmer? the genius yes. because this isn't a one-year deal last year he had whittled, had to whittle it down to 10 people according to to greg glassman you only had you had the 10 fittest men 10 fittest women and the the programming was lackluster at best
2: yeah
1: yeah i agree
2: toes to rings right mary snooze fest
0: <laughs> uh, the standard which (laughs) is is a cool thing but my gosh we've seen it right we've seen it at sanctionals we've seen it at i mean come on
2: yeah i'm with you i agree
0: and this year it's a lot of repeat stuff just like
2: yeah and this whole sled thing so i don't know if you saw dave's instagram story recently but he made a comment on the sled sprint and said just so you know it's the exact same weight of sled that was in the 2019 games and it's on turf
1: oh where's patrick (laughs) belner
2: right but no this is going to be this is a noah olson matt fraser thing because because noah won that event and people were shitting all over him saying Mm -hmm. like that he didn't deserve it his lane was faster and you know and and it was matt and pat who were sort of you know complaining about or at least you know verbalizing their their discontent about that whole thing so that's going to be an event that I can't wait to watch <laughs> just to see, you know, who can really push that sled. Cause, and that's all it is. It sounds like it's not, there's not muscle ups in between. And cause everyone was saying like, that's a, that was a muscle up workout. It wasn't a sled event.
0: It's, it's combining the two controversial yeah. um, events from last year into one event, the sprint event it. and the sled push event. Yep. So I hope there's no lines for Brooke. <laughs> right. Yay and i hope the turf is all uniform
2: yep it better be
0: so let's go back to atalanta and i have what is this i have a theory i hate mythology by the way i don't care about mythology this is the important part (laughs) she to get married to atalanta you had to beat her in a race right if you lost that race you died eventually there was a guy who had these magical golden apples who kept rolling them in front of her to distract her and beat her in the race so i think it's an elimination race
2: well yes i would agree with where that.
0: all five go one person is dead eliminated four go one is eliminated until you get to the final one and I'm not necessarily thinking it's a foot race, but maybe like a, or a series of workouts.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, like give used, some more context about what they're using this for. This, they're,
0: the final event. The final so back event. In, in 10, 11, and 12, Armin actually explained this earlier uh, in his podcast, But uh, so I'm going to give him credit, but... They did um, three events back to back to back in all three of those games to finish the CrossFit Games. Uh, Ten was super. It was like all body weight stuff, like and um, push ups and overhead squats, and then it was ground to overhead and something, and then it finished with the rope climb and burpees, and that's where. Froning was so exhausted that he fell off the rope because they made them all the workouts, low cap numbers and didn't expect anybody to finish, but being the athletes they were, they tried and Froning finished the first one and then was so exhausted by the end that he was, he fell off the rope. So What did
2: these have to do with, the, what did so
0: these have I to do with Atlanta? The same at Atlanta, you're going to have a series of events last place finisher is out because if That's you didn't beat atalanta you I, were dead
1: i guess i look at it as this is determining the fittest the others are dead there's only one that wins the race
2: well and the other That's thing is theory what's the scoring going to be on that last event is that a last event going to be like a winner take all type thing or is it going to be just another event scored like the other events it'll probably have some weird you It'll know, three and one, scoring. type scoring. Who's throwing apples at the uh, competitors? Is
0: what I want to know. Is that? I didn't put that in my guess. I think
1: that they're going to give the losers COVID. I think that that's what's going to happen.
0: Okay, that was only my one guess. of you is
1: getting out of here without.
0: That is my guess. We'll see.
2: I think that's a good. That's a good guess. I haven't. I. I'm kind of not interested in it yet to guess. I just. I don't like those clues, those kinds of clues.
1: Yeah, they make my brain hurt.
2: Yeah, and just and like I said, as soon as it has to do with mythology or something, I'm, my brain shuts off.
0: Okay, I took my shot.
1: I liked it. I gave you mine. I think that they're going to give COVID to the others, but I think my pig hunt theory is holds true still. So, we'll see.
0: All right, <laughs> now to get this train back on the rails. Okay. Uh, the exposure for the final five. Uh, in each side. I wanted to talk about that a little bit because we, we've been a little negative. Let's, let's pump some positivity into this party and the exposure that these 10 athletes have gotten has been awesome. Yeah. I'm talking I say, fitness, I would say eight out of 10. Yeah. Well, because i because the buttery bros, they're not the end all be all.
2: No, but they're, they're uh well, Maybe I just haven't listened to them either, but I don't know. In my mind, the, the Samuel Quant and um, Jeffrey Adler and Jeff Adler have been not as prominent. That's all I'm going to say.
0: They were on make wads. Great. Again, they were on talking elite fitness, uh, who were both kind of going after, well, they weren't on this one. Well, (laughs) I can explain that if, if the listeners want to know why we didn't have them on, I saw that everybody was going after that. And why would we repeat what everybody else is doing? You can, if you want to hear the interview with them, go, go listen to that. I don't want to try to do a better interview than they did. Um, right. We'll do something different. We'll, we'll give you other content during this time that isn't those five. But it doesn't mean that we're not supporting of them, and we'll try to have them on at some point. Right. Uh, but it, it just felt like why be another blade of grass on the field when we can, when we can be a daisy?
2: I like daisies. No, that's a good point. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to derail. So yeah, getting back to your point, yes, they're getting a ton of coverage.
0: Right, and and I think that's awesome for them. Um, and as you, if you watch their Instagram accounts, their sponsorships are going up. Mm-hmm. They're starting to pump different products. Um, it's been really cool over this week to kind of see like, how that has developed um, over the last couple of weeks. And, um, yeah. and I'm happy for and- them.
2: And for us rooting for people too, it's like, if you only have five people to root for, they're all gonna, you know, they're gonna be top five. It's not like they're going to sort of disappear into oblivion, you know, in the middle of the weekend or something. Like you're gonna be able to watch them the whole time. We've got all this interesting personal context now behind these athletes too, as we watch. Um, I just think it's gonna make for a a better viewer experience as well.
0: And with that, on the men's side, Three of these people, we don't really know, right? Like, yeah, they've been on all these things, but we haven't seen them perform in front of us to know where can they go after Matt and Noah? And do you think they're scared (laughs) shitless? I don't think so. I think knowing you're going to be top five no matter what, it's kind of awesome. You're playing with house money at that point, right? Yeah. You're getting the sponsorship deals. You're getting the exposure. You're going to be no f- lower than fifth. Psh, shoot your shot. Yeah. It's true.
2: I, I will tell you that we were doing, we're catching up on buttery bros last night uh, with the family in the living room. And Eliana was watching the Justin Medeiros one. And she's kind of taking a liking to, to Justin. So she did let me, I, she said, do you know that guy? <laughs> and I said, well, no, but I said, who knows, we might have him on the show. And she's like, oh, if you have him on the show, I'm saying hi, just so you know. Okay. So she's going to have to make a cameo if uh, if we interview him. She's super smitten. It's so cute. Love she's it. 15, by the way. So like yeah, totally you
1: Just
0: appropriate watch those men with mullets.
2: I know, right? <laughs> listen,
1: it's a thing. Yeah,
2: she said, she said there's these two boys that she's kind of like talking to right now. And she said this guy is like the perfect combination of so-and-so and such-and-such. And And I was like, oh,
1: okay, great. (laughs) I don't want to know that. (laughs) Which, okay, I'm getting off topic real quick, because we're talking about Justin and we're talking about his mullet. So right now it's a high school football playoffs. And during playoffs, the kids always do crazy hair things. Well, one, like the guys with longer hair do, do mullets. And they were over here for dinner. And I look outside and I was like, TJ. Did you get a perm? He has a mullet and a perm. No. Yeah, he does. So I'm like, what's that's what's
0: my 1988 that's all over there. again.
1: I love it.
2: I love it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I permed. I permed my mullet in 1988. I was going oh. for for Stephen Tyler, and I got Gabe Carter.
1: <sighs> you got some tight <laughs> curls up in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Welcome back, <laughs> Mr. Carter. <laughs> and half of our young viewers just lost that reference altogether. no it's okay <laughs> oh, all right so so exposure for the five now let's move on we actually said um our, our how we thought they'd finish last week and i said we're not we're not writing that in stone yet are you guys good with what you picked
1: yeah i don't remember what i picked I trust my gut. I don't remember what I picked as far as the, I remember the guys. I I don't
0: exactly remember the girls.
2: I think, well, Scott, you and I had the same guys. So we, it was, I had picked Matt, Justin. I I
0: flipped the back too, just to be different.
2: Okay. Matt, Justin,
0: Noah. Noah. And then you went Adler-Quant and I went Quant-Adler.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still going with that.
0: I'm good on my men. I am going to move Carrie Pierce up on the women's side. Okay. And I'm going to go Brooke, Tia. Whoa. Haley, Carrie, Katrin.
2: Nice. So I'm going to go Tia, Haley, Brooke, Katrin, Carrie. I don't remember what I said last week, but I'm writing this one down, so.
0: You looked like you wrote it down last week. That's why I was looking at you.
2: Yeah, but you have you seen like the 8,000 notebooks that I have? I have a notebook problem, so Lord only you knows need to, You I need to ha,
0: You need to have you a, need Wednesday, to. a Wednesday night notebook to keep I, us all on track. So
2: you know what? I used to have, look, here's my drawer, all my notebooks. I used to have <laughs> all of them labeled and everything else, and then it just got too hard to keep track of them because I'd have to keep closing them to see which
1: title was what. It's in here somewhere. Yeah, we're good. I'm going with the ones I said before. I don't remember what they are, but I trust my instinct the first time I told you. We'll have to go back and read it.
0: So I have a unique story. Oh, shoot. So yesterday (laughs) I got a text from, have you guys ever seen fantasy fitnessing on Instagram? No. So they have made a fantasy CrossFit Games. Oh. They do it for like the whole season. So, they reached out to me and said, uh, would you mind giving us your podium finishers on the men and women's side? We're collecting them from all media members to post on our website for our, for our players to look at and see if they can beat you. And I was like, wait, Sweet. what? Me? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Me? Me, a medium member?
2: I was going to say, screw this judging gig. We're going we're gonna to start going to these sanctioned events as members of the media. As <laughs>
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it caught me off guard and I just was,
2: but I gave them my
0: podium picks and everybody's going to see my Brooke Wells. Number one. That's awesome. (laughs) The funny thing is like, I'm not even like a huge fan of Brooke Wells. I just, I just got a feeling.
2: I've got a feeling. See, I have more of a feeling that Matt could lose than Tia could lose. Like if you, if you told me that one of them wasn't going to make, wasn't going to win this year. And we had to pick which one it would be. I think, cause didn't we talk about that a little while ago? Like who, who could yes, be, you know, ousted. I don't remember what I said then, but this is what I think now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Matt. <laughs> and I'm again, like-, like, and I don't know why I just, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it's more possible
0: mm-hmm. with the oh.
2: field and the events and, and everything else. It's like, who knows? These events are so weird.
0: All right, so let's quickly check in with everybody. We won't do the full check-in. Any, everybody good? Yeah. But it was a couple of yep. bad weeks. and uh, Yeah, I'm um, doing great. Just a quick story for me is uh, Corinne finally got to go back to college today oh. after her two-week quarantine. <laughs> um, and, and for those who don't know, she got kicked out of her – well, not kicked out. We were in Pennsylvania for my dad's services. She got an email that her dorm's COVID level went too high and that she needed to quarantine for 14 days in a quarantine dorm and had like four hours to move. And she's like, I'm in Pennsylvania for my grandfather's funeral. And they're like, well, just don't come back to campus for 14 days mm-hmm. and quarantine at home. So today was the end of that quarantine. She went back, um, and we went to make a payment and we've been doing it in payments this year because with the COVID stuff, her balance have- keeps changing. Yeah. and typically going down because she's not there eating or sleeping. So they reduce the rate we have to pay for her food and dorm. Today I went to make the payment and it went up by thousands of dollars. And I was like, hell no. (laughs) And so we called down there and here financial aid accidentally deleted a couple of her loans. Oh geez. Yeah.
1: Uh, her loans Sorry, got COVID. Oops, oopsie. Uh, huh.
0: So fought with them most of the morning, part of the afternoon. We have two thirds of the loans back. Still waiting on the other third. Jeez. So, so we yeah. had the we had the we had the full amount we owed in the bank to pay it we just didn't want to pay it and then wait for a refund for 6 months. Sure. So now we don't have the the money in the bank because it's bigger <laughs> um and yeah, we were a bit stressed out today. So. Yeah. College kids.
2: Well, my the, lot, the latest text I got from my son went something like I can't wait till I have kids and I can be their best friend and not the dict not their dictator. So, things are going great in my house
0: today. <laughs> I love it. And last Winning. time we left you, last time we left you, oh, there was some No,
2: contra- that was a, that there was a There was some there was some private process. drama happening, yes. That was not and on the podcast. Th- that this is a result of some of those consequences,
1: yes. Oh, well, yeah. well, we'll have to chat about that. Yeah. Let me show you what yeah, I sure. have over here. This is confetti cannons. Okay? I have 8 So this is what we take to, um, the football games. And every time there's a touchdown, you let off a confetti cannon. And last game we had, it was, um, how many did we need? We needed seven and I only brought four with (gasps) me, but we won 47 to zero. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes. Except I did, uh, um, starting at halftime, they had a running clock. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> we were home by 9 p.m. Mm. So I purchased eight. You know, I, I don't think I'm going to need eight in one game, but I'm hoping that we need enough to go to another game.
2: Yeah. So. That's awesome. Oh, God, you love, made it through the, the first week. love the confetti cannons.
0: Yeah. Very All cute. right, so let's get to the questions. Yay! So the first question is, what is the best... Halloween costume you ever wore and if all goes well tonight you may see them appear here somewhere <laughs>
1: uh, I have a lot Amy I have a lot
0: I know I don't I this really is my don't. payback
2: yep yeah I think I think going forward we need to make these questions more like Tell us about some of your favorites instead of what is your best because it's so hard to pick one. Anyway, go ahead. That's my commentary.
0: We're trying to keep it to an hour.
1: Okay, so i <laughs> uh, okay, really fast. Um, I like to dress up in costumes for um like Halloween and stuff like that. Like we we like Halloween. We love that stuff. So like over the years I've been you know Sookie I've done um, Dustin from. um, stranger things. Um, one of my favorites was for the gym. I dressed up as Nancy Kerrigan and I had a skating, um, outfit on and, um, Scott was got <laughs> my husband dressed up Chris as the Galooly. guy that, as who?
0: Chris galuli
1: Yes. The guy that came in and whacked her in the knee with a crowbar. Um, and then I, but I'll say, I think my favorite one was, um, So I have this Bitmoji app on my phone that is like an avatar of you and you can kind of send it, um, with some different things. And the, in 2018, I had two meniscus surgeries. I turned 40 and at one of those times I had a stroke in my eye. So I had for this costume, I wrapped my entire body with, um, ace bandages and had crutches and, um, put it next to the Bitmoji that said, I'm okay. <laughs> so that's probably my favorite one.
2: I love it. Cat, yeah. I love it. So, um, yeah, funny. So I was when you first asked this, I was thinking of like child's Halloween costumes. And let me tell you, my mom, bless her heart, was such a good mom. She, but she was a sewer, so she would like hand make most of my costumes. And like no one ever really understood what I was. I think one year I was like athena and i had like a white dress with like a thing and everyone thought i was like cleopatra or and i had to like explain my costume all the time so that's like for someone who hates
0: mythology
2: i know right really um so if i had to pick a worse that's probably what that would have been sorry mom um but yeah chris and i have gone to a bunch of uh like adult theme not adult theme adult halloween parties that are costume parties and uh I remember one year we dressed up in military garb, but he like dressed up like a woman. I dressed up like a guy and we were like, don't ask, don't tell, or, you know, something like that. Um, We've been Tonto and uh, Lone Ranger before, which was fun. Um, You guys saw my Hulk Hogan uh, Mm -hmm. Halloween costume from CrossFit. That was pretty good. Um, I was Black Swan one year. Like really black swan, I couldn't find any pictures of that, but that was pretty cool. So I'm going to go with my favorite was it was a CrossFit one where I wore my black swan tutu, and I had like a skeleton neck and a sugar skull face. Very cool. And according to Scott, my arms looked really jacked. So that's that's the one I'm going to go with. I
0: I asked her if she was going as Nicole (laughs) Carroll.
1: Dang, I thought of one other real quick because it's it's CrossFit related. I mean, go ahead. Prancer size. One year, I dressed up as a Prancer size lady. Do you know who that is, Kat? God. No. Oh.
0: Google it okay. on YouTube. I Google
1: will. Prancer size.
0: Prancer size.
1: Yep. It was good. And I she nailed
0: it. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed <laughs> it.
1: I worked out with pearls and a cardigan and white jeans.
2: That's great. Yeah, I want to look at that. And oh being, that it's, being that it's election season too, I remember one year I dressed up as uh, Sarah Palin.
1: Because oh, yeah. oh, I could I
0: totally say, I look it. like her. Yep. Yeah. So for me, um, this is for Amy. Um, I actually feel like right now I look like Naked Rob from the Goldbergs. <laughs> 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 I got on yep. camera and I was like, oh my gosh, I look like Naked Rob.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: Um, but one of my best costumes. So mine are all like couples costumes. Um, my, one of my favorites was for the gym, my wife and I came as Scott and Amy Radowski.
1: Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's true.
0: That's my wife, true. my wife pinned race bibs all over her body <laughs> and wore like 20 race medals. Um, And then that was good. Amy's husband is known as a, someone who likes to chalk up a little bit. So I covered head to toe in <laughs> chalk <Shock shock>.
1: monster. <laughs>
0: Love it. And then, um, but some of my like back in the day when my my wife and I went to college Halloween parties, we went as Hagar and Helga the horrible, which I do have a picture of. And we went as Mel and Flo from the TV show Alice. Yes. Mel the short order cook. Yes, because my wife's the redhead.
2: Kiss my grits.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay,
2: see. Another another old person uh, reference. Yeah,
0: but those were those were some of my really real favorites. We I think we won the costume for Mel and Flow and for Hagar and Helga. That's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's very cool. So those were fun. <laughs> so let's move on to and I don't even know why I ask Candy questions to you two, because it's always the same dang answer. Oh I uh, under- you might be surprised. What is your favorite trick or treat? candy. Amy.
1: Kit Kat. I'm not a huge candy person at all, but like, that's something I would look forward to. Like if the kids come home with stuff, I would get in their bags and, and that would be the one that I'd be excited for.
0: That's it. That is surprising. Cat.
2: Okay. So, you know, I have to say a little bit more about this. Um, when I was little, and i would get candy i would have to sort it all and make like bar graphs or like yeah, pie charts to in, in my notebooks yes i would do that all the time um, and to this day <laughs> when the kids come back from trick-or-treating we get the gallon ziploc bags and we put all the chocolate desserts in one and all of the sugary like skittles twizzlers in another because they are completely different kinds of candies let's face it Um, and and for completely different reasons i agree um but actually my favorite is milky way the little fun-sized milky ways and i would put them in the freezer because they crunch so Mm, i don't like never eat those anymore but those remind me of halloween
0: so the candy i would steal out of corinne's bag were (laughs) nerds. I cannot get enough nerds. And it's only like during Halloween. Like I would never go to the store and buy nerds. It's just, it's just a Halloween thing. And I don't know why, but man, I love them.
2: Yeah. Those would go into the other bag
0: and no one, like that bag would last
2: for like eight months. I would find it in like the back of the pantry and I'd be like, oh, I guess we can throw this out now.
0: Yeah. That's my bag. (laughs) I like Skittles. I like nerds. Sour Patch Kids, mm. all that kind of stuff. Swedish
1: Frozen. Fish. Uh, I'm out. I'm out. Yep, not worth it.
0: All right. So next week's guest, I am so pumped. Um, I've said it for the last couple of weeks on the show that my favorite story in CrossFit right now, hard to say this the week of the games, but my favorite story in CrossFit right now is that Kelsey and Colleen got the opportunity to try out for the USA bobsled team. And so I have been working the phones, <laughs> trying to get one of them on, and we got one. <laughs> so um, Colleen Fosch will be our guest Monday. Uh, it was so much fun for me to interview her. Uh, if you don't know, she was a... She was both the Mac Daddy and the Daddy Mac in swimming. Um, and so we, I, it was cool kind of reminiscing about that whole swimming life. Um, but she, she won two national championships uh, with the University of Cal uh, swimming team. Yeah. And she was just amazing. She held an American record for a while. Thanks. And so for me, that was just my glory. And I've followed her for a long time because I knew she was a swimmer. I didn't know she was that. Um, But we talk about her Olympic dreams when she was a swimmer and how that kind of has now morphed into like a door that was closed for her has cracked open again. And the feelings that that's kind of brought back. So really excited to share that with you guys. And uh, it's really good. You'll have to check it out Monday.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and Amy and I missed it, so I can't wait to yeah. see it either.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm sad you guys missed it because she was just so much fun. Yeah. And she it's actually amazing. mentioned us on her vlog uh, that she was going to record the podcast with us on her last blog. That was the end of her last blog. So. Very cool. Be cool if we get a mention on there when, when we release. Yeah. So awesome. All right. It's that time of the week. Everybody's favorite thing. The best thing from the internet. Kat, you go first this week.
2: So, mine is a silly little video that's streaming on Facebook right now. It's a three year old's birthday party, and this girl's standing on a chair. She's got the cake in front of her with a candle and they're singing happy birthday and they're ready to blow out the candles and her, I'm going to guess it's her sister, maybe older sister is here. And of course the older sister blows out the candle like right before the girl whose birthday it is is supposed to blow out the candle. And girlfriend, she grabs her sister's hair and pulls her off of whatever she's standing on, like Jerry Springer style, like with the weave and everything like it was phenomenal um and then like they get broken up and then the girl the, the girl the older girl that like blew out the candles has this look on her face. she's like yeah like she knew she did something wrong but was like so proud of it and then the girl comes and grabs her hair again and like gives her another whack it was, it was really good <laughs> It's cute i've seen it not a bunch of times so. it sounds, no, a lot, not
0: at all. sounds a lot like russian slap fighting
1: <laughs> <Exactly. does. laughs> yeah so that's cute amy so i'm sticking on the michael myers halloween theme but this one is a tiktok but it's a different there is a little there's like a mom at the playground and she's like just filming all the kids like at at the playground in their costumes and there's a kid dressed up as michael Myers with a machete he's walking over to these other kids and, you know, it's just like this weird scene because you're like, oh, it's a playground. Kids are playing. <laughs> There's this little tiny Michael Myers walking over to a machete and, and like acting like he's gonna, you know, hack people up. So it just, it's like, wait, something doesn't look right here, but it, it was cracking me up.
0: All right. Well, so first I need to go oh, no, back to, my, to mine last week and just follow up with that and give you my review Of the greatest game show ever. So Supermarket Sweep debuted last Sunday night, which was my best thing from the internet last week. And it was everything I wanted and a little bit more.
2: (laughs) (laughs) How did Leslie Jones do?
0: She was hilarious. Her interaction with the the contestants is so like free and easy. uh, And I, I cannot wait for next week's episode. I am, I'm am all in.
2: Are you still convinced that you could go on and be the champion? Yes. Even though like with the new format and everything else, yeah, like these
0: people, these people are dumb. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I, I do the shopping for my family. My wife comes sometimes a lot of times, but like, I know the price of things. I know the products. Mm-hmm. I psh, I
1: think totally. you and Scott Rudowski could be on like a dream team.
0: Oh, we would kill it.
1: I, I believe it. How do we make we that would, happen?
2: How do we, are they filming this should, show? We
1: could just do it. We could just film it separately. You know how like, or you and Charlie could go do it.
0: I'd rather have Scott.
1: Yeah, Scott, <laughs> you would definitely do better with Scott.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've seen that I'm man in Meyer. Yeah, you you've nuts. seen it. Yeah. yeah. So my real thing from the internet.
1: Oh. Uh, but oh, you you've got to
0: watch Supermarket Sweep. <laughs> That's my last week one. I'm just following up. Okay. <laughs> my podcast. No. Um, real thing from the internet. Froning and friends did a challenge where the assumption is that either ranch or chocolate makes everything better. Mm. No matter what you're eating, if you dip it in either chocolate or ranch, it makes it better. Hmm. So they sat around a table with a chocolate fountain and Chick-fil-A ranch packets, and they were brought awful things. And they kept dipping it in the chocolate in the ranch. Now, Rich kept saying, it's either or. You don't have to do both. Right. It's either or. But then they just started doing everything in both. (laughs) And (laughs) shrimp cocktail. Rich was like chocolate chocolate shrimp cocktail. Pretty good. (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: They did ramen noodles. They did fried rice. They did sour patch kids (laughs) in ranch. (laughs) Uh, They did egg rolls. They, they did spaghetti. I love it. I mean, it was, it was just so fun because it's, it was them all with their guard down. And Tasia was like, this chocolate's so good, I would put it on a leather shoe.
2: <laughs> That's great. I w- we've got to figure out a way to get together to do some of these recordings mm-hmm. for us because there's so many more fun things we could do.
0: Right, especially in the yeah. off-season. Yeah. Like when there's not a lot especially of things. Especially when COVID's to- not happening.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that
2: too.
0: Yeah, we- we'll definitely do something. We'll have to figure out a way to get together and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know... and. and I don't know how long it'll take. So you tell me, Amy, if we need to save this, you weren't able to be on the Sam and Jen podcast with us that released just this past Monday. Correct. And you are a parenting birthing kind of expert. I will just say
1: child development expert. Yeah.
0: There we go. I'll let yeah. you say it. Okay. You, you were so sad that you couldn't be on. I was, I
1: was.
0: Is there, is there anything you wanted to add to that podcast or is that too much and we need to do it next week?
1: It's too much, but here's what I would love to do because I, I think just because I have a sense of, of who they are, I think that we would share a similar parenting philosophy. And as I've sort of talked about you know, a little bit on this podcast before that the um, program that I work at is actually like a, a pretty unique and well-known program. And there's actually been some parenting books written about our program using those philosophies. And to be honest, I would love if we can, um, if I can send them a copy of one of the books. Yeah.
2: So I, I did, I did get, I reached out to Jen and I did
1: get their address. So, okay, cool. So I would I'll love send it to over to that. you. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Was awesome. like, and and then maybe we can chat
1: with them after that.
0: And if you haven't checked it out, it is really good. Uh, we were so lucky to the timing worked out where we were able to, re- we talked to them just days before they gave birth, and we released it like two days after they gave birth. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was crazy, but um, but yeah, feedback's been really cool, and so I'm really happy about that. And uh,
2: they're it, the sweetest people, they really they are. are.
0: They, they sent me messages over my dad's death that just <gasps> almost made me want to cry. Um, they're just amazing people, so uh, yeah, yeah check that out. Other than that, thank you to RX Markier. Um, Thank you for sponsoring us. You've been awesome. Um, Dave Newman, the owner and founder of RX Markier, actually did a podcast with the Box Jump Over group that I did a podcast with a few weeks ago. Check it out. It's really good. You need to listen to that. Uh, we'll, we'll probably dive in with Dave on some of that stuff that they talked about on that podcast, uh, just to get know him better here, but you know, he's a great guy and you should learn more about Dave and RX Markier. They are, they're just top notch. And if you want 15% off any of their products, Clydesdale 15, all caps, uh, that doesn't get you new releases or special editions, but everything else in the store. Uh, so go ahead and check them out. And don't forget to like, subscribe, comment. Uh, That does help our show. That helps a lot. It it adds to the algorithm. So any kind of comment you can make, uh, hitting that like button really helps. Uh, And subscribing so that you know that we're releasing something again. Because this weekend, we're bringing back Clydesdale After Dark.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So Friday, Saturday, Sunday. After each day of the games, we will hop on and give you our reactions, uh, our highlights, what we think was great, and what we think they can do better. And by Sunday night, we'll know who the fittest man and woman on earth is. And that'll be awesome for Brookwells. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm curious I'm curious to get people's comments too on the, on the whole programming conversation that we had. I'm really curious yeah. to see what people think. So drop those in the comments below too because we'd love to have a conversation with you about it.
0: Yeah, and you can use our, our newer website with the contact form. Uh, that way we can get it by email and we can share that if we need to. Uh, we can, and you can use it on social media. You can drop it in the YouTube section, uh, even the podcast comment section, any of that. And I'll make sure to share it with the co-hosts. Uh other than that, it's games week. It's gonna Woo-hoo! be fun, it's gonna be exciting. Uh we may have a few adult beverages this weekend because it's Cladsdale after dark. Uh, so we're hoping to have some fun with you and and heck if not, we'll do it ourselves and have a blast. <laughs> so we'll guys, we'll see you guys this weekend. Uh see you next time on the Cladsdale Fitness <laughs> and Friends.
1: Bye. Yeah.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.